Blog Talk Radio. So I'm talking about a little UFC. That's the old version when they were doing the Ultimate Fighter. But for the people listeners, you're here. You're at UWC Radio. Don't forget you can check out United Wrestling Council um, on Fridays right here from 7. We say 7 to 8.30, but we usually go to 8. You know, we just got to give that extra half hour just in case, you know, we go over. But on the line with me right now, before we get into it, uh, Captain Corona's with me. So real quick before we talk about the lineup and what we got going on, uh, Captain Corona, how are you, my friend? I'm doing good. Yourself? Um, hold on a second. Just burn the heck out of my mouth with this coffee. Oh my God, dude! I took a, a, <laughs> a sip of coffee and it's like, dude, it just burned my whole mouth. Sorry about that. Didn't mean to delay. But uh, hey, you know, we, nah, that's real quick. Nice. <laughs> I had a dude, and I took that first sip and it just hit hard. But anyways. Uh, got Jack Cartwright coming up. He's going to be coming up in about 15 minutes. Going to talk to him real quick because he's training. He's over there training at uh, Delo Jiu-Jitsu with Mariachi Loco and Little Cholo. So we're going to talk to him real quick because I wrestled him last Saturday over in Laguna Hills. But before we get into that, you know, I haven't got to really talk to Captain Corona since we had the big uh, photo shoot over there at Paul's Photos. So first of all, did you get the pictures? Because I, I ended up sending them in Manny Mars package. Has he brought those over to you yet? No, nah, I've been. Uh, he hasn't brought it over yet, but I'll <laughs> well, <definitely> get it. <laughs> I had him. I had him in an envelope, and I, we put them all in in that one. And I asked uh, Nicolette. I said, "Hey, did, did, but, but he sees them every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, he, he should be able to take them to whatever." There's a few of Captain Corona, you know, holding the belt. They came out really good. For some reason, there is a an S load of Manny Mars photos. The, the whoever the photographer was took like 15 different shots or whatever. But uh, you'll you'll see those pretty soon. But since then, uh, Corona, have you had a chance to do any wrestling at all or whatever? Because with this coronavirus, it's you know everything is shut down. And we, uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but we've already booked the show at Paul's Photo. We got everything lined up and ready to go. We're just waiting for the okay to you know to see how many people we can have and what the specific protocol is from the city of Torrance. But since then, have you, have you gotten to wrestle at all? Are you still just training? What you've been doing uh, so far? Uh, I'm getting ready to go back training with uh, a few guys. I don't know if you heard of the tag team, the ring, the wing worms. Yes. I've heard of them. Uh, Baron and Rob. Yeah. I'm getting ready to go back training. So maybe next week, I think next Wednesday is going to be our training days. Uh, oh, every Wednesday, you guys are going to be training out. What city is this in? Yeah, yeah every. Um, that's still to be decided. To really, to be honest, we're trying to oh, see so how welcome. many guys are going to, uh, how many people are allowed. We're trying to do at least just four, maybe them yeah. two, me, and somebody else. Yeah, I don't know. Well, because we're well, trying to be safe. Yeah, because like Delos is in Orange County, and the last 
wrestling shows that I've done have been in Orange County. So I guess they've been, see, this is, I don't get it. You know, why are you allowed to do it in Orange County? And you can have, you know, if people were, they were able to come in with the mask and they were spread six feet apart. They had like a person that would seat you to make sure that they had proper distancing or whatever, which to me is fine. As long as you keep your mask on and, you know, keep the distancing because you're outside. So why, okay, let's say you're right on the borderline or whatever. You can't step over 20 feet and do the same thing. It makes no sense whatsoever. But that's just, that's me, myself, and, and the United Wrestling Council. That's what's killing us is, you know, that we have to wait and see what they say. And as well, there might be a spike and we haven't been able to or whatever. So just it, to me, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, it, it really doesn't. So we're hoping that soon they're going to loosen up a little bit and we can go ahead and have that show. But now, since because since then, since Captain Corona was with us at the, at the big uh, photo shoot, over at Paul's Photos, we steadily, I mean, it, the turnout was so good that we got together with Paul and said, hey, man, you know, we got something here. This is a perfect place to do a show. You know, there's not that much going on in Torrance as far as that's concerned. So let's do it. So we put everything together. It's ready to go. Now we just have to wait till we can get the okay. So hopefully we'll see you then. So in the meantime, you've been keeping yourself in shape. You, I mean, all the gyms are closed out here. Too. I've had to I've had to go and buy weights where I can find them or whatever to make my own home gym. So I've been training because well, go ahead. First of all, let me ask you: Have you been able to train at all? You just been doing a home workout. What you been doing? Uh, yeah, I've been doing home workouts. I got weights at the house, so I just been lifting. That's pretty much it. I've been trying to get so uh, bigger and gain and put on some more pounds. Yeah, like prison style. The whole quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just hit the big the I got, big heavy I got the bells and stuff so oh okay yeah, I got the bells and everything so I'm just I've been just lifting that's it and then I got a um actually a treadmill in my garage so okay I'm okay pretty, well that's I'm cool. pretty safe no gym for me yeah I was gonna say then you don't have to go uh, too far you got it right there but you know let me real quick real quick for the people listeners you're here you're at UWC Radio we're talking to Captain Corona. Talk a little bit about getting yourself back into the swing of things, but you know, I gotta tell you this, man. Uh, uh, I went and did the show in Laguna Hills, and it was for a guy named uh, uh, Richard, hardest working guy I've ever seen. I mean, this guy had so much going on. When I went to do the show, um, you know, I I been wrestling for quite some time, and then I ret- retired and I came back. So I really, you know, for me, for some reason, I'm more comfortable wrestling in shorts or whatever. But when I saw the main event guys come into the to the dressing room and we were talking and stuff and they were getting ready, I mean, dude, these guys were in shape. Everybody looked good. Everybody had a tan. Their gear was on point. You know, the the mascara was matching with the tights and brand new nice uh, boots that you could tell they shined them up. When I looked at them, I was like, man, did, did, you could tell that these guys are in the main event. I mean, they looked like a million bucks. I, I can't remember. I know uh, Ray Leon was in the main event, and, uh, Romeo, guys like that. So I'm like, man, I, you know, if I'm going to wrestle, keep wrestling for at least another year, I got to up my game. So I, I got to tell you, man, I went and ordered some new boots. I got those and I went to Kuro's. I had some trunks made. I really had to step up my game. Because and let me let me pose this question to you. It seems like since the since the coronavirus hit, some people have gone one of two ways. Some people are just like whatever. I'm just gonna take this time off and heal and whatever happens happens. But then there's a lot of guys that are like, dude, 
I'm going to take this time to get in shape. I'm going to get my stuff together. And I truly saw that in Laguna Hills when I saw that main event. And those guys were all, I mean, I'm telling you, dude, I've been in this business for a long time. When I saw them, I was like, man, these guys look like a main event. So yourself, you know, you're up and coming and you're starting to get a lot of work and working, you know, uh, for, I know Compton Mania, stuff like that. Does, does that come into your mind? Like, hey, man, since I got this time up, I'm going to up my game and get everything all together. Oh, yes, that comes into play. You want, uh, especially with gear, I always try to have fresh gear, but really just a mindset. I think a lot of it is the mindset. You know, this is a, a time really to change everything, you know, to take a look and see yeah. what you can do better. And that's just what I try to do. Yeah, it did. And it like, seems especially. Like... Go ahead. Yeah, especially uh, especially matches. Like, when you, I look at uh, certain wrestling matches or something, I mean, even if you're not in the main event, you know a lot of guys, that's your time to, uh, you know, try to work your way into the main event. You know, come back right, or right. if you didn't think you had the best matches before COVID hit, you know, now the show's starting to back up at least, you know, it's time. Right. Well, I'm not – Believe me, I'm not saying the guys that were before that looked like crap or whatever. I just really noticed it when I was in that locker room and watching those guys and stuff and talking. And we were all getting, I was like, God dang, these guys, you know, these guys got in shape. And you could tell, you know, really big difference. But um, it was actually one of the first shows where everybody could come and see a live show. Some of the other ones, you had to be in the car and, you know, things of that nature. But this is one where they had to be, you know, they, they were live and they could really get out there and it was great i mean it really really went well and you could tell so i'm hoping that wrestling is going to come back and be even bigger especially on the independency than it was before so anyways real quick i'm gonna take a quick break captain crow is going to hang with us for a few we're going to talk to um jack cartwright uh real quick and then i'm going to uh, get some thoughts i want to go over the pay-per-view that's coming up tomorrow get uh corona's thoughts on that so real quick take a quick break we'll be right back after this with jack Cartwright. hang on everybody listeners you're here you're at uwc radio don't forget you can check us out on every friday from from 7 to 8 30 i got captain corona with me i'm trying to punch some numbers in while i'm talking over here so it's going to be a second but real quick i got to do a couple of commercials too so hang on one minute real quick okay sorry i had to put that in real quick but for the people listeners don't forget as we were talking uh, in the opening about paul's photos 
Far and Away Pulse Photos is the best store for all your camera needs. Located in the city of Torrance, they have the best prices and professional advice from beginner to pro. Uh, Pulse Photos, and oh, still photos or video, Pulse Photos will take care of all your photo and video needs. Located at 23845 Hawthorne Boulevard in the city of Torrance. You can also call Mark at 310-375-7014. And you can always go to paulsphoto.com. Paul's Photo, ready, willing, and able to help with all your camera needs. Not only that, but they have, I'm, I'm telling you, they got that uh, package where you can rent stuff if you want to put some videos out there that are really clean. And it did make a big difference, man, when we got some professional pictures out there. It was pretty cool. So real quick, Captain Corona, we'll call um, Jack Cartwright, talk to him for a minute, then we'll, we'll talk a little a- AEW, right, my friend? All right. Hey, hang on. Let me dial them up real quick. Hopefully I got the right number, dude. Usually I, for some reason, I try to go too fast and mess up, but hopefully we're good. Real quick. Unless he's got your phone too. Let's see here. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Jack, it's Fabiano. You're live on UWC Radio. Can you hear me, my friend? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Ah, yes. It's real good to hear from you. Real quick, uh, for the people listeners, you're here. You're on United Wrestling Council Radio. Don't forget, you can check us out every Friday from 7 to 8.30. I got Captain Corona hanging with me on the line with us right now. Somebody, I just finished wrestling this last weekend, and I got to tell you, man, I've been in this business for quite some time, but I was thoroughly impressed. I mean, this kid's got the hunger, and he's doing real. That's what one of the phone was ringing, Jack. I thought, man, maybe he's already on the phone with New Japan, and he's already getting the call or something like that. But real quick, my man, Jack, do we call you Jack Cartwheel, or do we call you Jack Cartwright? Uh, I would prefer Jack Cartwheel. Jack Cartwheel. Okay, perfect. So for the people listening, this, we're talking to Jack Cartwheel. But before we get into talking about the matches and stuff, you are you already at training? You already at Del O's ready to train? No, uh, we have training at eight, so we'll be good. Oh, okay. So, oh, because you live out in Orange, right? Out, out in that area, so it's not too not too far from you. Yeah, it's like a fifteen minute drive. Well, dude, well, you know, I've been friends with Delo for years. You know, we're talking almost twenty plus years, and I know he's had training, and I know now they stepped it up. They got Mariachi and and um, Little Cholo doing the training on Fridays. Tell us how all that came about. Did you go looking for them, or did somebody tell you about it? How'd you get How'd you get um, uh, to going over there? Yes, sir. Well, I um, when I moved down here, I was looking for all the pro wrestling schools that I could try to find. I was uh, sending out all my information to all the promotions that I could. And um, OCCW was the, not the only promotion that that got back to me, but like one of the only promotions that got back to me. And John said, hey, we have training going on uh, Wednesday at, at 7. I think it was something like that. And I showed up and um, I trained with them for a couple weeks. And um yeah, it was really cool because last year I didn't have my car with me because I'm down here living for college, and uh-huh. so I'm really from Sacramento. But, yeah, last year I didn't have a car, so it was really hard to get the training in back. Um, 
but yeah, he, he was like, thanks for coming out. You know, a lot of, as, as like a promoter, I'm sure John gets uh, emails, DMs all the time of people saying, oh yeah, I'm here. I'm, I want to train. I want to be on shows, but he was really impressed that I actually like showed up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But you, you'd be surprised how many people come and go. Cause everybody will, Oh, I want to be a wrestler. And I want to be a star, and, but then when they go to that first day of training and see what it's actually like, or or whatever, man, they, there's a lot of people that just turn around and, and never come back. But then that when they see that you're coming back and training and putting in the effort, man, that's when they say, hey, that. Well, let me put it to you this way, real quick. I know you, you got a lot going on, but uh, one of the guys that I work with, his name is Julio. They had a thing. He was always saving his money, and he was always putting his money away. And everybody's oh, because he, he parked cars at Disneyland or something like that. But when New Japan put something out that said, look, if you can get yourself over here, we'll, we'll give you a tryout for New Japan. So he had all his money saved up. He paid for himself to get out there to Japan. So when they saw that he was hungry enough to pay for himself to come up there, I think they kept him for like two, three weeks at the dojo. And now he's one of the young boys with, with the New Japan band dojo. So you kind of find that that some of the promoters, they see that you're not actually just messing around, that you're serious, and that you're putting a full fourth effort, that then they tend to put a little bit more time into you? Yes, sir. Yeah. It's um, it's all about that. Like, I think I've gotten more bookings that, or I've been on more shows that I wasn't supposed to be on than shows that I've actually been booked at. Even even last Friday when, when we had our match, you know, I just showed yeah. up. I wasn't, I wasn't on the card. <laughs> Well, let, let me tell you something, because it was supposed to be a three-way. And when I saw you come in, I'm like, oh, thank God, please let this kid be in our match. Because, you know, him and Camacho did the heavy lifting. You know what I mean? And we're a uh, power baby and I are a little bit older, so it's like, well, we'll do this way. And so they, they did all the heavy lifting, and I was thoroughly impressed with just not only just, you know, the, the way the – the show went, but he was able to work the crowd and get into it and, and it really established face and heel and it really worked out well. So, I mean, but not only that, but you, you had worked a couple of matches in OCCW. I don't, you worked, uh, you worked veto one-on-one uh, -on -one for one match too, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's good experience, you know, working with guys like that. And what also too is because what, what I think you found in, in SoCal that it would behoove you to learn Lucha Libre and stuff like that because there's so not only uh, the more you, you know, work pro wrestling, the Lucha, that's going to give you a lot more work because as you saw, you know, a lot of Lucha and all that. So, these, that, well, it makes sense that you would train with Mariachi and Little Cholo. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, do they do they incorporate a lot of Lucha in there to kind of mix it up or is it a totally separate class? Yeah, it's a, it's a totally separate class. So I think that, OTCW trains on Wednesdays and Saturdays, and then the Lucha class trains on Thursdays and Fridays. And uh -huh. um, so, yeah, we, we just have our practices uh, 8 to 10, and it's mostly going over uh, some spots, you know. Uh, it, it's also interesting because a lot of the guys in the class are at much different levels. You know how in, in like, the training you have guys who are just now starting out and – other guys who have been in the ring for years. So it's, it's really interesting how the stuff that we go over is somehow universal. It, it's stuff that even the guys that have been here for a long time and the new guys can learn from. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. And that's good training right there too. Also with, it kind of mixes it up and it, it helps in both, you know, facets for wrestling and Lucha. So it really works out well, but, but I'm going to, Hey, Jack, I'm going to do a real quick, uh, 
a public service announcement. So hang on real quick, because the owner of the United Wrestling Council, Manny, is listening. So let me make this public service announcement. Uh, yeah, Manny, I know, that, I know we got that big show booked for Torrance. Uh, I say we put Jack Cartwright and Julio against high risk. All right, let's make it happen. We'll bring the roof down. There you go, man. Just kind of put that out there because I was, dude, when we came back uh, uh, on Friday night, Saturday, as soon as I got up, I called man and said, look, man, we got to put this kid on the show. He, he, he's, he's got the hunger and he's really working hard. I, you know, I want to get him on the show. It's like, yeah, man, absolutely. So I think it's the future. Well, you at, speaking of future, you actually worked for future stars of wrestling. Was that that last weekend? Yes, sir. Yeah, it was. Hey, how, how was that? It was awesome. <laughs> that was actually another um, thing that I just showed up and I went all the way to Vegas because um, a couple friends from Northern California, like Juicy Finau and D-Rogue, were booked on that show. So I went to meet up with them and uh, there was a there was a six man tag match and it was really cool. It was it was a awesome thing to be a part of, like because I haven't really heard of the company until probably like six months ago, and. Yeah. Like their production, their their crowd, their uh, all all the wrestlers. It was all really great. It was like a very, it was a very family atmosphere. They really made everyone feel at home. There was all the wrestlers in the back. They weren't they weren't worried about their own stuff. They were watching each other's matches. And when I came back in through the curtains after the match, everyone everyone was like, "Hey, man, like great job." You know, you could tell that they were invested in all the other matches that were going on, not just. Their, themselves. Yeah, that and that means a lot too. Now, future stars of wrestling is that um, is that Seen Bodai training them out there? Who's 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 running it out there? Uh, I'm not sure if he's training, but or if he's if he's the main trainer, but he was definitely there and he had an amazing yeah. match. Um, yeah. that night. Yeah, I, I've seen that dude work against uh, Mikey O'Shea, and I, that was one of my. You know, we, I talked a lot about having a good dance partner, and that was one of the like. One of the best matches that I've seen, like you could really tell that he was the lead, and you know the when they, I mean, really, really a good match. It told a story and everything. So I think that scene, Bodai, he's got the experience and really can bring it. It's smart to go out there and go work with guys like that and get different looks and stuff like that because that guy really knows what he's doing. Well, Jack, hey man, I gotta tell you. I've been doing this for a long time, man. I, I think you got something here. I've seen him come and go. I see, and especially it's funny too because when I saw you, I said, "Man, you said football player," but I thought the same thing too. I said, "He's got the physique of like a gymnast or maybe a collegiate wrestler or whatever." And so I think somebody else said that to you too. They say, "Hey, you a gymnast, bro, or whatever." You get that a lot. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I did. I trained gymnastics when I was around five years old, all the way until like sixteen. Yeah. So. I went. I went through it all. I was. Uh, I was a vault state champion, and uh, a floor silver medalist state. Not not state champion, but uh, floor silver medalist. And those were definitely my two best events. And I was awful at pommel horse. Pommel horse. I was <laughs> god awful at. So. <laughs> well, hey man, it doesn't matter because you got the you got the skills. Now I'm telling you, man. Uh, Captain Corona is listening with us. I I when I went to give this guy a, a tackle. It was like, you know how you run into the tree, like if you're skiing or something, and you catch that shoulder on the tree? <laughs> that's, what it was, that's what it was like. I was like, God dang, this kid is solid. Like uh, uh, Barney Rubble from the Flints, like just a stocky, just boom. So all that, you know, you know, really makes for a, a big difference. But real quick for the people, make sure you check out Jack Cartwright. 
I'm, I'm sorry, Jeff Cartwheel. Uh, he's got a lot going on. He's been going to shows, stuff like that. So make sure you check him out. I know you got to get to training. So we look forward to seeing you in the future. All right, my friend. Thank you very much. I still got I still got a good like ten or fifteen minutes of time if if you'd like to talk some more. Okay, hang on one second because I get, it looks like we got somebody calling in. Hold on. Awesome. Hello, you're live on UWC Radio. Who's this? Hello. Okay, maybe somebody maybe somebody got the wrong number. <laughs> All right, we're back on. Hey, real quick then, since we got a few more minutes, I was talking to Captain Corona earlier in in the beginning. They they you know uh, Jonathan Grisham went over for the Ring of Honor Pure Wrestling Championship. Have you been watching any of that? No, I've not. Um, but he he was like a a stocky black guy, right? Yeah, well, you know, real yeah, quick. Yeah, I, I, I saw a little, like, highlight video of, of yeah. the match that you won. Well, give us, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna post this. We're going to go through the whole cards and, and talk about that with Captain Corona. But give me your thoughts on that because, you know, a lot of people say, dude, that's so boring. We don't want to see hold-to-hold. We don't want to see catch wrestling. We don't want to see chain. We just want to see action. But if you can mix it right, you know, work a little chain wrestling, hold-to-hold, and really show, you know, that you are a true wrestler, and get, it, it can work, you know? G- give me your thoughts on that. Would you ever, let's just say, for instance, hey, man, we need somebody in Ring of Honor, but you're going to go against the pure wrestling champion. We want to do chain wrestling or whatever. Would you would you be down for something like that? Or you say, well, let's just do a little bit. Let's get into some spots or something like that. Give, give me your thoughts on that, because it, it, we get a lot of that, especially here. Some people say, ah, I don't want to see that crap. And other people are like, yeah, I'd like to see wrestling, you know, in its purity, for lack of a better term, and, and you know, see it all put together. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. That's um, there, There's fans from all different types of, of things. That Like, even think about football. There's fans who hate to watch, like, just run-style football, and there's fans who love to watch throw-style football, you know? Like, so in wrestling, it's, it's the same type of thing. There's Fans who would love just a little slow, like very story driven. Um, I would yeah. think about Timothy Thatcher when I think about uh, cats, yeah. like wrestling strong, um, strong hold the hold stuff. Who actually was trained at, at the place that I was trained at in Northern California in Supreme Pro Wrestling with yeah. uh, Sir Samurai. So yeah, I there's there's great ways to have great matches in all different types, even comedy wrestlers like they they have amazing storytelling and they can have a great match and i think what what makes the difference from a good wrestler to a great wrestler would be somebody who can have a great match in any type of any type of match so any any type of match i I would be down i would barely ever say no to any type of any type of opportunity you know like well, let me let me tell you. Yeah, something. If, it, if it was a chain style, I would I would try to make it work. Yeah, well, I saw. I, I it might have been for New Japan when they came out here when uh, at Cal State Long Beach when we went to go check it out. Um, Zack Saber Jr. wrestled Marty Skrull, and they the way I mean, dude, they they especially somebody like Zack Saber Jr. was hitting holes and twisted him up, but it, but he Marty was giving it right back to him, and they went back and forth, and I mean, they far and away. One of the best matches I've ever seen, as far as that's concerned. They a little bit of everything, a little bit of comedy, chain hold to hold, you know, big spots. It was I was amazed that Marty could hang with Zack Saber 
or whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they wrestled a lot before, but it really, really worked well. So it just goes to show if you're well-rounded, no matter who you wrestle, it, you know, it, it, it's going to do well. So, well, real quick before, because now I got to, I have to take a break because I got to go to commercial, but uh, let's just say this, you know, you get the call, hey, bro, we, we like your stuff. Uh, you can wrestle anybody you want. Well, for, from New Japan, Ring of Honor, WWE, whatever, and they said you could pick anybody you want. Who who would you want to wrestle? Uh, I'd want to wrestle Pac. Oh yeah, you know he just Pac. came back right for AEW. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I would I would say very underrated this kid. I saw him at a house show, and and this kid could go. What you just want to? It would be just like a challenge, or you think you two would make beautiful music together? Or what would be the the lure to wrestle Pac? I, I just think that when when I first got into wrestling, I thought of him as somebody that I could definitely be a lot like. You know, yeah. I saw we have fairly similar builds. He's, like, maybe two inches taller, like 15 pounds heavier. But I think in two or three years, we could definitely be face-to-face, like, uh, similar move set. Because, you know, just, just like me, he's a very flippy guy. But you could tell, like, He's solid. Yeah. He, he's got muscles. Yeah. He can definitely be able to throw some suplexes. He has an amazing um, – it's a, it's a bypassing to a German, which is just beautiful when he does it. And yeah. so when you think of him, you think of those, those flipping moves, but you, don't, you forget that. He, he can throw around too, you know? Yeah, that's – you know, when you said that, I went, man, that's a that's – a, you would like, ding. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be a good match. Well, for the people listeners, I, I highly recommend if you see uh, Jack Cartwheels on the card, you go check it out. It's funny because I was talking to, to the owner, Manny, and talking to a few different people, and I'm like, look, man, you better get this kid on your show because pretty soon he's going to be gone. He's either going to, you know, go to go to something, you know, or whatever. Somebody's going to realize that this kid can go and pick him up because that's kind of like what happened with Chris Bay. He was working for Future Stars, and somebody saw him said, hey, man, we got to get you over here. So, you know, it, and it's smart because even though you went to a show and you won't book, they put you on. I saw you and got to work with you, and I'm like, hey, man. This, and so when people call me and say, hey, how's this Jack Cartwell? I'm like, dude, book a just book him, you know, he won't let you down. So it's just going to keep building, and I think it's going to do really well, man. I think you got something here. So we appreciate you coming on. For the people listeners, make sure you check out Jack Cartwell. What do you got coming up next? I know you got, is it the Ugly Sweater Contest, or what's the next thing you got coming up? Uh, so I believe I have a show in Yuma City for VWE uh, oh, next okay. Saturday. We have um, uh Championship Wrestling from Hollywood tapings going on this weekend. And then uh, in this house, the uh, show in Compton, I'm the main event with Eli Everfly on November 28th. So that'll be really cool. Is um, that a Compton, Compton Mania? Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And hold on a second. Uh, Corona, are you at that show? Uh, yes, I'm on. I think I'm on that one, too. On okay. That, on the, I'm on well, that think... one on the one in December because it. There's one in Vegas, I think, for uh, Amped yeah, Up. Yeah, he's, he's got a couple going on. Oh, wait, well, it we, might be Amped Up. Okay. But yeah. well, either way, we should all three see each other at that show, so we look forward to it. So for the people listeners, just put Jack Cartwell in your little search engine up there. He keeps everybody up to date with what's going on. you got to catch him now, man, because pretty soon this kid's going to be hitting the big time. So if I, 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 me personally, <laughs> and this is, this is just coming from me. I, I hope somebody like that Ring of Honor or New Japan picks you up because I think you would shine way brighter 
there than something like, you know, of course everybody wants to go to WWE. I mean, that's where all the money is. That's why everybody's standing in line. But to, to showcase it, to get you, you know, where, where you should be, I think it would be much better. Something like that, like New Japan or Ring of Honor, really showcase what you got. So we look forward to checking you out up there, man. So for the people listening, make sure you check out Jack Cartwell. He's going to got a lot of stuff coming up. I'll talk to you soon. All right, my friend? Yes, sir. Awesome. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. All right, man. We'll be right back after this. Jack Cartwell, everybody. Make sure you check him out. I'll be right back with King Corona. We'll talk some AEW. I'm telling you, you got to go check out that Jack Cartwell, man. He, he got some I, – I guess that gymnast stuff comes in handy because he was doing flips, and I was like, man, I just want to get out of the way. I let Camacho take those bad boys because he was coming full steam ahead. But for the people listeners, don't forget our other sponsor, Yards After Contact. Got to check out Yards After Contact. Printing service, apparel, and, of course, custom cornhole boards. Check them out as, at yardsaftercontact.com and check out their Facebook page. Great pictures of some of their work, especially the custom UWC shirts modeled by our own Manny Pinson. you got to check out those shirts. That's Yards After Contact. Get your custom gear today. you got to go check them out. Uh, I would check out their Facebook page because they got some pretty cool pictures up there. We talk about that a lot over here. Um, I got Captain Corona with me. Captain Corona, we're talking about Yards After Contact because they make these custom cornhole boards that are pretty cool. So we actually had that over there. Uh, we had a, a table that had a bunch of prizes and stuff on it. If you if you can make one, you get to, to choose a prize, or you could have somebody take a chop. If you make two uh, out of – I think there was like four or five of those beanbags, you get to choose who gets chopped. Did you get to see any of that, or did you get chopped during that when we were out there for the photo shoot? Well, I was a part of it. I didn't get chopped. <laughs> mm-hmm. I made sure that didn't happen, but yeah, I, think, I was I a think part of just, it, actually. Yeah, you finished taking your pictures and stuff, then you came over with us and uh, got got involved. It, and it's it's pretty cool because it gets the people, you know, they, they go – well, let, let's put it this way. I, we had about – I'm going to say six or seven people who hit the hit – the, target or whatever you call it or made it in the cornhole or whatever and only i think two people took a prize everybody else wanted somebody to get chopped so i took a chop i know sean black took a chop even the owner manny pinson he took a chop so it, it it's really popular so these this yards after contract contact makes a custom one that they're going to get one made that says you know the united wrestling council on this stuff it's really cool so hopefully for the next one we'll have it out this week and we'll get captain corona involved in this one i mean he's got to pay his dues man got to take one of those chops for sure but well that's that's coming up pretty soon so sorry about that missing my paperwork so anyways for the people listeners you're here you're at the united wrestling council radio don't forget you can check us out on fridays from 7 to 8 30 i got uh, Captain Corona with me, who was actually there at the big photo shoot at Paul's Photo. So he knows, you know what I'm talking about, Corona? You know how he has that back parking lot? So they're going to put the ring right yeah, in the middle and then, yeah, and put the chairs around it and stuff. So it's already, it, it's, almost, I'm going to say almost like the perfect place to have a show, right? Yeah, actually, that's a uh, great place to have a show, to be honest. 
Yeah. I think we actually kinda... figured that out when we was there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Didn't they figure it out kinda... when they was there? Like, oh, we should have a show yeah. here. Yeah, because you kind of go down like a driveway, and then it kind of goes off to the right. So it's kind of, I don't want to say hidden because that sounds dumb, but it's kind of in the back and like a secluded area, and then you can put the ring right in the middle. It's perfect. It's perfect. The wrestlers can get dressed and take their walk out there. So it, it's there. We just, like I said, we got to wait for, for the big uh, uh, CDC to say, yeah, you can go ahead and do it. Anyways, I want to talk a little about AEW because it's got a big pay-per-view coming up uh, tomorrow, as a matter of fact. So I want to talk a little bit about that. But first, I want to talk to Captain Corona about this. Uh, you know, I know you're you're young and you're in the business, and I, you've had to have loved wrestling to get into this business in the first place. But I, I'm going to pose this question to you. You know, when I see when people when I say, "Hey, I'm a professional wrestler," the first thing they say is, "Oh, that fake stuff," and it it really annoys me because they don't know what you go through as a wrestler. You know what I mean? So when I see things like right. WWE right. and they're hitting each other with bananas and doing a fight club and all this silly stuff that just makes no sense, that that's why they don't take it as seriously as they do. So when AEW started, when they were doing their, it was the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and they were doing their pay-per-views and it was really, the product was just awesome. Then they got the TV show. And then I start seeing Chris Jericho and MJF having dinner together. And then they're singing together. And then they're taking a bump in orange juice. And I'm like, see, this is what I'm talking about. This is why people make fun of wrestling. Now, do do you see that? Or or do you think that's cool? That's part of it. We got to do some sort of like silliness to get over. I mean, I don't get that. Tell me, am I wrong? Or or do you like that stuff? Uh, I agree with you, to be honest. You know, I'm just, I'm just very just old school, to be honest. I just like wrestling and and um, fighting, wrestling, MMA, boxing. It's all the same. It's entertainment, but to be honest, I mean, people. I think it's it's really hard to say because I think a lot of people and really enjoy that stuff, to be honest. I think a lot of yeah. fans, not the old fans, I think a lot of current fans have seen that like a certain stuff. Uh, let me compare it. I'm going to go back to what he said a little bit. He was comparing it to football, but I'm going to compare it to basketball. It's yeah. like um, the Lakers won a chance. That's pretty, the Lakers are the champs. That's pretty good. I'm happy for that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Anthony Davis, I'm going to take a, a, a guy like Anthony Davis, who's so big, that they put that he's shooting three pointers. I'm like, why are you yeah. shooting three pointers? You know, you have a smaller guy on you. <laughs> like, um, you know, get, yeah. get to the post, post them up, and and you're gonna. That's an easy bucket instead of shooting the three. But it's yeah. like when Steph Curry, when Stephen Curry had that three, he had that three pointer going. Everybody's like, oh, that's cool. Now I want to shoot threes. So you right. got every right. big man in uh, NBA wanting to shoot a three pointer. So now it's a three point. It's a three-point league, and I think that's the same way kind of a wrestling. Everybody doesn't have their own style. So I think when you see kind of the goofy stuff or something, a lot of it could come from no characters. When you have no characters, you are you have to lean on something else. And I think it's the goofiness and stuff like that. And a lot of people are like, man, this is – you guys do that fake stuff, and that's why they're saying it, but it's wrestling – if it was a little bit more serious, I'm not saying don't have no comedy in it or anything. Right. It, it's there, there's right. a place every once in a while. 
But I'm saying to right. be serious, to have wrestlers, when you see Eddie Kingston going to back to the pay-per-view versus Mosley, and you see Eddie Kingston promo, there's no goofiness yeah. in his promo. And there's different um, characters and different um, personas in wrestling. But you could get invested because you're like, man, this I, I, I truly believe this dude is going to go in there and kick Mosley's butt. I don't think we can cut right. anything, but. He can go in there and right. take Moxley's butt because he, I can take yeah. him serious, you know? Yeah, Instead of a guy that, you know, he slips on a banana peel and now yeah, he's getting the right. shot of the title. Yeah, because when you see that, it's like, dude, Ed, Ed Kingston ain't playing. He might he might whoop his dude's ass or whatever. It's like, it's kind of like that. I get that. You know, I get that. But it's just like New Japan, they, they have a little bit of, of, in it, but it's not – they're not – um, going to dinner with each other and singing and stuff like that. Ring of Honor, the same thing. They'll cut a little promo or they'll do like Dalton Castle, you know, something like that with the boys and, and have an exotic type of gimmick or whatever. But, you know, it keeps it, still keeps it pretty real or whatever. So so I kind of get what you're saying, but I just don't like the silliness because it kind of, you know, when, well, let's put it this way. When you're talking about uh, basketball and football, when, when you see football and the pregame, Everybody's in a coat and tie. Everybody looks good. Everybody's all cleaned up, looks nice, professional. It just shows how professional, you know, it is. That That's what I like about, you know, the, the pregame and stuff like that. It's very, that's what I would like to bring to wrestling. Now, talking about the main event, Moxley versus Kingston, I didn't really know who Eddie Kingston was, but I went to PCW over here when they had it the Longshoreman's Hall, and Eddie Kingston wrestled Jacob Fatu in like a, like a no holds barred death match type of thing or whatever. So I I had the utmost respect for Eddie Kingston after that match because Jacob Fatu is no joke. That dude is just ridiculous. I, why that kid's not in a major federation? I don't know. I know he's in MLW or whatever, but they they were working and I don't know if somebody took their table or something happened, but he <laughs> he uh, Jacob Fatu took the toolbox, the, the the legit shoot toolbox that they used to, to do the ring that had like a hammer and, and wrenches and all this stuff in it and, and put that down and went and gave Eddie Kingston uh, a moonsault onto the onto the uh, the tools. And dude, I could see the pain in Eddie Kingston. You know, the, for the Samoans do like a splash or a dropper. Dude, they come full, no knees or elbows. They hit you body on body. After I saw that, I was like immediately, dude, I got to have respect for Eddie Kingston just for taking that splash of moonsaults or whatever alone. So if to give him the belt, I don't think they will. I think, you know, Moxley's going to end up going over. But I got to tell you, too, uh, uh, Captain Corona, I'm going to be honest with you. When he left as Dean Ambrose from WWE and went to New Japan, I said, man, this guy's going to fail. He, he's in for a rude awakening. It's not all, you know, characters and all that stuff. But he made me wrong. One, he dude, he did really well. He changed. He just came out with the shorts and the wrestling shoes, and he mixed the, the hardcore stuff with the wrestling, and got over and got over in Japan. He was huge out there. So he really made a believer out of me after that. So real quick, I don't think they're gonna put that strap on Eddie Kingston. I think they're gonna keep it on Moxley for a little while. What do you think? Uh, it's pretty tough. I might go with you, but I think I'm going to disagree with you with, uh, John Moxley. I think he already, with the shield stuff he was doing in WWE, I think he had that buzz. Because, man, when he debuted, man, I think it was in Las Vegas they was in when he attacked Jericho and Omega. 
that crowd, man, they was going crazy for him. But he promoted himself good. He did the, um, I think the the vignette before he came, and the buzz was around him. I mean, he was, I think yeah. he was a little more goofier in WWE, but still, he still had that. The shield was really over, and I think yeah. I knew. I said he's he's one of those guys where. I don't think we have – I think we have stars. I don't think we have the huge, huge stars in wrestling right now just due to – just do I don't know. I think really rich right now maybe because of television or whatever thing. I think everything is down right now for TV-wise and stuff like that. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. Moxley, I think, he, I think he went back to his old school self, and I think he knows his character more. You know, I think a lot of people in wrestling – and. This is what I, I've come to realize, you know. Not nobody knows your character more than you. If right. you know who you are, that's who you are, you know. Even as a human being, you know, the, you can't yep. change. You can always try to change the better, but you can't change and make somebody like I can't try to change just for you, you know. I can't just because you want me to do this or do that. You have to be confident in everything you do, and I think if right. you're confident in your work, your ability. You can go out there and prove it, you know? And yeah. I just look at that like, about it. His guy. Yeah. yeah, he's not yeah. worried. I think yeah. I think he got to fail sometimes, too, you know? And if he fail, you got to yeah. get back up. And I think Moxley has really done that. And it's been a big help for the uh, AEW. Yeah, and it makes sense. It's it just what, what, what he's doing or whatever makes sense. Or So I think I think they... He might have that belt for a little while, but anyway, can you hang on for one more break? Uh, I just want to go over the the card real quick, but I got to take one more quick commercial. Can you hang on? Yes. All right, hang on. We'll be right back after this. Because it, it, they play that bell and it's like there's a big brawl and they start hitting the bell like that. It's like, do they really think that's going to make them stop? But anyways, real quick, right here, you're back at UWC Radio. Don't forget, you can check out Paul's Photo. Far and away, Paul's Photo is the best store for all your camera needs. Located in the city of Torrance, they're the best prices and professional advice from beginner to pro. Still photos or video. Paul's Photo will take care of all your photo and video needs. Located at 23845 Hawthorne Boulevard in the city of Torrance. You can call Mark at 310-375-7014, and you can always go to paulsphoto.com. Paul's Photos, ready, willing, and able to help with all your camera needs. And let me tell you something. Mark is motivated. He's like, bro, let's do this. Hey, let's get this going. And he's always shooting. He should be a wrestler. He shoots all, all kinds of little vignettes for the cameras and like, hey, if you use this camera, you do this lighting and you should do this. And so he, he's totally 100% on board. So we definitely look forward to that. But talking with Captain Corona about the big AEW pay-per-view that's going to be tomorrow. I've talked about Moxley and Kingston. Next up, we'll go through it real quick. Because we're running up against the clock. Young Bucks against FTR. I don't know what's up with the Young Bucks. I don't get FTR. I don't get the hype. I'm sorry. 
the Young Bucks were like the best tag team I've ever seen when they were in New Japan. I don't know what what the thing is. Give me your thoughts on that match. You think the Bucks gonna finally take that belt? Uh, I'm gonna go FTRs. I'm gonna go FTRs <laughs> winning that. But between both tag teams, FTR has really impressed me. To be honest, because I think to be honest, everybody's like they're boring. They're boring. They're boring. I think I think this feud was actually really huge, and I don't think it lived. I don't think it's lived up to the hype. I think it's gonna be a very good match because it's two different styles. I think when the Young Bucks were in New Japan, I felt their matches. I think those guys in New Japan, they really had good matches there for the junior, and even when they uh, went up to the heavyweight. But right now, I don't. It's different, you know. That New Japan is different than AEW. AEW. New Japan is more wrestling based. AEW is wrestling based too, but it's thrown in there. New Japan has a structure of how that yeah. company runs, and AEW is just different. So I could see why you're saying you don't really get, you yeah, know, both uh, really FTR and stuff like that, and well, we, the Young Bucks. Well, Nicolette and I saw the Young Bucks against Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi, and I thought somebody was gonna die. I mean, the stuff they were doing. I mean. So many times, oh, God dang. I mean, it was just, and it was great, great. I don't know if it's, if it's you know, different dance partner or whatever, but, I mean, you going up against Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi, that, that's top of the food chain. That's, you know, that's up there. So I think it brought out a lot more in the Young Bucks or whatever. So I would much, honestly, I'd much rather see the Young Bucks against the Lucha Brothers than FTR because it, the, the styles are so different. Or whatever, but I mean, for for whatever, put put the belt on the Bucks, man. Let them. I'd rather see the Bucks against uh, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page or whatever. Go ahead. My biggest thing too about these matches, not just the tag matches. It's not AEW. I'm just talking about wrestling. Period. Because uh, did yeah. you see the guy that uh, I guess had a show and he broke his leg? you should be able to just keep it in the ring and, and do your stuff there. I said, when they call you, 
from WWE for your tryout match, then you do the the big dive or whatever. He's like, oh, because I mean that was a scary moment. I mean, I saw that. I thought for sure he was going to be in a wheelchair, but he got just over just enough, you know, to to make it. So I kind of get what you're saying. All right, hey, that man, was the, um, go ahead. It's a it's a dive too, like you said. I mean the dive too. What's the dude on NXT <laughs> that got hurt? I forgot his name. The big dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I'm think, sorry, his name escapes me. And the dude from Raw, uh, the uh, the uh, the Raiders. Uh, I forgot to do yeah. Eric or Ivar. I forgot which one. Yeah. One of the big dudes did a dive and eat, and he put up the X sign so fast. I'm like, man, them diving yeah. are killing us, man. Well, that's how um, La Barca from AAA died. He did the dive and and uh, missed the guy or just caught a piece of him and went head first right into the barricade. And, and broke his neck and ended up dying. So it's not it's not one thing. You can do stuff to get over without having to, you know, kill yourself. But, you know, hey, it, it happens. But anyways, cause since we're running up against the clock, I, I don't do, – do you think people really have interest in MJF against Jericho? Uh, to be honest, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I think – I don't think in a match. I don't. I don't think in a match. I think maybe more character-wise to see what comes up with them. But a match like right now. Factions. I mean, they just got like done doing factions. the music stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they just got done doing the music thing, and then they're. Yeah, uh, and he wants to be a part of it. I just think. I just think for both of those two dudes, I think it hasn't been built up yet for us to actually want a match. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of that Jericho and Owings. Wait, Jericho uh, <laughs> Owings. Turned on Jericho. That was excellent. yeah, yeah. But that was funny because they were friends, and then he would go, "I'm the goat, I'm the goat." And he goes, uh, "Yeah, and I'm the donkey, and I'm the donkey." It just, they their stuff together was was hilarious. I mean, that I actually got. It was pretty funny, both from Canada, you know, doing the whole thing. But I I would would have rather seen like Jericho really with his faction and, and really getting out there, go go up against Cody Rhodes again or something like that, just to see. Uh, a little bit better competition because Cody's going to wrestle Darby Allen. I, I get it. Darby Allen's, you know, a, a crazy guy and dark and stuff like that. But I, I mean, even against uh, somebody like uh, the guy that's with Taz that has the FTW belt. Uh, God darn it. What's Brian his name? Cage. Brian Cage. Brian Cage. Hey, let me tell you a quick story about Brian Cage. We, we were at the Lucha, um, at the Lucha Expo in San Diego, and they had barricades that were around the ring. And even Jacob Fatu and Joseph, they tried to pull those barricades apart to go fight into the crowd, and they couldn't. I mean, them suckers, I thought they were welded because they were just so so tight. Nobody could get them apart. Brian Cage comes out for his match, and this knucklehead decides that he wants to pick a fight with Brian Cage out in the, in the crowd. He, he he spits on him and says all this stuff, and, and I'm like, dude, what are you doing? So... I don't know what happened, but finally he, he got Brian to get mad, and he, he went after him. And, dude, he went through those barricades. Like, you know the, the, the bulls the, when they have the pro, pro bull riding and, and they hit the fence and springs yeah. go flying? That's what it looked like. And I was probably maybe three, four months after having my left hip done, so I couldn't get over there. I was trying to go help, but by the time I got over there, he had already got to the dude. He was about to pummel this dude, and, and everybody grabbed him. I think Kevin and Ruben, everybody finally got up there and grabbed him. So by the time I got up there, they had broken it up. But I'm looking at the dude, and I'm going, dude, are you? what is wrong? Are you nuts? Out of everybody you want to pick on this dude? Because 
TV does that dude no justice. Brian Cage is a big dude. When I saw him in person, I'm like, that's a big dude. So to me, I don't know why he's not getting uh, as much of a push. The FTW belt's cool, aligning with Taz and all, but I don't even think he has a match on this pay-per-view, right? Let me tell you why I I, I agree with you, the, the, the big guys, but the big guys got to be big. Back-to-back, back, like I was saying, they got to be big. A, a lot of these backlits, it's cool to do, but we need actually big men. Like Brian Cage, like yeah. Brian Cage is really a, a good, talented big man. Now, if he was Brian Cage, like a fan like that, he's just a, a, a dumb fan. But <laughs> I'm saying you would, you want to be scared of Brian Cage, right? Once he does yeah. something cool, you're like, yeah, man, he does something cool. But uh, you're like, yeah, that's cool that he can do that. He's big. But if he was scary, yeah. like Undertaker, 90s, like Undertaker didn't even dive until like maybe 98 or something. Right. You know, like right. the WrestleMania against Kane or something. Like Undertaker didn't do dives because it didn't fit. Like Brian yeah. Cage is definitely a big guy, so I think they're I think they are gonna have some plans for him. I think yeah. a good heel run. I know that he's still doing the heel run right now, but maybe right. if they, maybe if he does something where I mean I don't know what he can do. Maybe take out somebody. Turns. They had Braun yeah. Strowman like that before. Remember yeah. Braun Strowman? I hate Roman yeah. Reigns, and he was doing yeah. good things, and then they kind of. If you do some comedy stuff with big man, that's that pretty much the big guy. That's what I'm saying. They have the talent. It's there. You know, so I watched some of the dark matches or AEW dark, and I'm like, why didn't they put that match on, on Wednesday? Or what? Well, first of all, let me let me end it with this. But the same Lucha Expo, and I got to tell you, man, uh, that was the first time I saw Davey Boy Smith Jr. in person. And and he, dude, he looked like a man amongst boys. He was picking up like Black Darus and those guys like it was nothing. I was like, man, this dude, why is he not with? Because he was with New Japan for a little while, but I don't know where he went after that. But it was it was the like the whole Canadian team. It was him, Brian Pillman Jr. and Teddy Hart against uh, Sicosis, uh Black Darus, and it was Ese Rios or whatever. And, dude, he was picking, like little kids, he was picking them up. And, you know, how they put him in that, he puts them on the shoulder for that driver or whatever, like he was nothing. I mean, this dude was, and he, remember we're talking about looking professional? He looked like a wrestler. Physique, he had he had got some new, like, fighter-style shorts with some with some knee pads and, and the kick pads and all that crap that matched. And I, look, I said, dude, why is this dude not in a major, he it was, and his wrestling was, Amazing. I mean, picking people up and really put on a show. So, real quick, because we got to get out of here. Give me your thoughts on that, dude. Why do you think that dude's not in a major fed? That guy really impressed me when I saw him at at the Lucha Expo. Maybe, um, man, it's it's the same thing. uh, We were just talking about the guy that uh, forgot his name, the one that signed with Brian Cage. uh, uh, MLW. Nah. Oh, uh who's the dude Uh that uh, signed with MLW? Because I think a lot of these guys, I guess they're just content on, are happy with being in a certain company or comfortable with what they're doing. I think a lot of people want to get to AEW and WWE. Those are the, or even New Japan. But yeah, I think yeah. he was in New Japan for a little a bit. I don't know if he still is, but he's no, he just, teamed, you know, he teamed with that guy. What's his name? That's with Jake the Snake Roberts now. That big, that big dude. Lance Archer. Lance Him Archer. and Lance Archer were a tag team in New Japan. Then they uh, Archer went to AEW, so, and I, I guess Davey Boy Jr. went on 
on the independence or whatever. But, dude, there's very few people that I would pay money to see, but he's one of them. If I saw he was on a card, I would go see because the dude was just nails or whatever. So real quick, and we'll end it with this. If, uh, name me a wrestler that you would actually pay money to see. They said, hey, this guy's going to be in town. And you would say, you know what? I'm going to pay money to go see. Uh, wrestlers that I actually want to would go pay to see. see. The pay to see. I don't really know which wrestlers. <laughs> I actually would want to wrestle a lot of these wrestlers, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. But that's a different good talent on NXT. I can't yeah. just name one wrestler that, oh, I got to go see this person. I mean, yeah. I don't really even look at it like that. It's more of I've really actually got guys that I want to wrestle. I don't yeah. I don't like, man, I got to get up and watch this dude. I mean, there's a few wrestlers even right now that are not even signed, the guys that are signed yeah. now. So that's a hard question. Well, if you I mean, there's guys right now that are, I was like, man. Well, this is me because I'm a lot older, you know, but this is me. If it's somebody that, that I think is really good, I would like Mecha Wolf. I think that dude's awesome. I think he should, He, you know, he did his little thing in WWE, but now he's wrestling for like the crash. And, Me- and that, that dude has more work now during the coronavirus than, than he did when he was in WWE. That dude is everywhere. So I'll buy his shirts. I'll, I'll you know, I bought his patches, whatever, because those guys, I'm like, hey, man, I want to support these guys because they deserve it. And it's just like that. I see that kid, Davy Boy Jr. I'm like, dude, I'll, I'll buy his shirt. I'll, I'll go, I'll pay to go see him because he is worth it to, to me to put my money on. I was like, hey, man, because. Hey, I, just, hey just, not to cut you off, you know, I changed ahead, my mind. Ahead. I changed my mind. I know who I want to see. I want to see Walter. Walter uh, oh. from uh, NXT UK. I, I was I yeah. would see him. I just watched that match, and that was that was a good match. Man, so a lot him. of people have been talking about him. that match. I've heard a lot of feedback. I haven't seen it. I'm gonna have to check it out. But you're not the only one. I've heard a lot of feedback on that match, so I definitely have to check it out. But anyways, Corona, I'm sorry, man. We got we get to ramble. Well, you know when you're talking wrestling, man, you're going to get to rambling on or whatever. So real quick for the people listening, we appreciate y'all uh, coming and checking us out. Hey, big thanks to Captain Corona for talking um, some wrestling with me. Look forward to seeing you, hopefully, at Compton Mania, Amped Up, or whatever. For the people listening to us, just make sure you check out Captain Corona. Uh, put Captain Corona in your little Facebook search engine or whatever. He'll come up on there. And make sure you follow me. Hopefully, this coronavirus crap will be done soon and we can get back out there and get going. So we'll keep, and I'll keep everybody up to date here, you know, with, with all the stuff that's going on if we do Compton Mania or uh, Amped Up or whatever. So I look forward to seeing you over there. All right, my friend? All right, you too. I look forward to seeing you guys. Yeah, yeah, it's good talking to you, man, so we can talk some wrestling and stuff like that. Hopefully we'll see you soon. If not, maybe back over there at Paul's Photo. So for the people listeners, we'll see everybody right here next Friday, and we'll end it with that. See you all next week.